0: Welcome to our special limited series that's looking at FX rules changes in 2023. I'm Mike Cahill, head of video and podcast content production for Sales Enablement at the London Stock Exchange Group. In this episode, we're focused on the UK temporary permission regime and its impact on FX All. Our guest is Chris Leonard Appleton, head of FX Risk and Regulation at ELSEG. So Chris, uh, we're now into our uh, third episode, uh, and uh, we're focusing on this episode on the UK temporary permission regime and the impact to FX All. So I guess I have to start right at the beginning. What is the UK's temporary permission regime and why is it important?
1: Well, so the temporary permission regime was a regime that the UK implemented effectively to replicate passporting rights for European clients coming into the UK after Brexit. So obviously while the UK was a member of the EU, European uh, financial firms could passport services into the UK, that stopped after Brexit. The TPR uh, just replicated those passporting rights. So from a statutory perspective, um, the TPR ran for three years after Brexit. So of course, from 1st of January 2024, uh, that, that legislative arrangement expires and what it means is that all of those European firms who are using the TPR today will need to move to a permanent authorization in the UK by 2024 um, or cease doing business in the UK. So it's, it's a big deal for, uh, for European firms who you know, have UK clients.
0: So how does that directly affect FX all clients, You know the people who work, work with our products?
1: Yeah, so I think I probably need to answer how it affects FXL because then it, you know that sort of explains how it affects our clients. So um, FXL today is authorised as an MTF in Ireland, um, and we use the TPR to allow UK customers to use FXL. So from the beginning of next year, we will be implementing a new UK MTF for uh, FXOL, which we're in the process of um, doing the technology build for now. The net result of that is that by the end of this year, we will need to migrate all UK domiciled clients using FXall to that new MTF in London. So we're we're putting in a big program of work to enable that. There's quite a lot of work that we will need our clients to do. Um, But yeah, there's definitely going to be a a little bit of upheaval for our UK clients and obviously their banks to ensure they can continue to trade on FX all come January, 2024.
0: Are there a series of milestones that you need to reach with customers throughout 2023 to help them make this transition?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think, first of all, our number one priority is to ensure a seamless migration um, and to ensure that come 1st of January 2024, clients have continuity of service. So, um, there's a number of technology builds that we need to implement to enable the UK MTF. Um, the, the most major one is we will be releasing and packaging a new GUI. The, the, the reason for that is today, when one of our taker clients uses FXO, uh, there is a drop down in the GUI that designates what liquidity venue they're trading on. Um, UK MTF will need to. Appear in that drop down when we implement this for UK customers, whose only option will be UK MTF from first of January. They will have to take that GUI upgrade, otherwise they won't be able to trade come the first. Um, it will be as simple as that. So we'll be communicating in due course when that will be available. We're, the other milestones are really server upgrades and updates to interfaces. So yeah, we'll be communicating in due course when that when that will be occurring. But obviously we're. We're aiming to be code complete as quickly as possible in Q1 or early Q2, so we then give our clients enough time to migrate in a in an orderly manner.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask you, so there's there's probably a lot of communication going on, even at this early stage between LSEG and customers, right?
1: Absolutely, so we communicated at the beginning of the year, um, our intention to establish a new MTF in the UK. We will be communicating in the next couple of weeks with far more detail on what that means. I think our adage is to over-communicate these items. So we will be communicating quite regularly uh, to our clients during the year to remind them that we need them to take action.
0: Are you getting a sense at all, I mean, even at this early stage, that there is some anxiety on the customer level for these changes that are coming up?
1: Certainly on the bank side, there's a lot of focus on it already, which is very promising. Um, I know the banks have already been asking to see copies of the rulebook for the new MTF, uh, what the contractual arrangements will be, what the remittance details will be, things like that. So we're seeing very good early engagement um, and we, we, uh, we'll we be working hard to ensure that that continues over the year.
0: And then uh, I'm sure there's a testing regime as well that you'll be going through towards in the second half of 2023.
1: There are. So there's a number of actions that we'll be asking clients to take. I mean, the the GUI upgrade will be the critical one. That's That's very firmly on our critical path at the moment because of the number of clients who use the GUI. We will be asking clients to test both the taker side and the, the maker side API interfaces that they have with FXol And obviously we'll communicate when you know, the integration uh, environments are available for that. There's a number of other actions that we're going to be asking clients to do as well. So for example, all UK individuals who use the MTF at the moment, because of the, the, the dual reporting nature that we're going to need to undertake to both the FCA and the central bank, of Ireland from the 1st of January, we need to get updated um, what we call PII data, so personal identifiable uh, information from our clients. So we will be communicating very shortly, asking our UK based traders and users to update that information in our, in our portal as quickly as possible. This is obviously a new MTF, right? I mean, we operate, an MTF in, in in the UK previously, but that was effectively mothballed when we transferred it to Ireland, which means we need to go through a new round of onboarding, notably because we need to capture new information and we need to undertake KYC on, on the clients that are moving over to our, our, our investment firm in, in London. So we will be asking those clients who are affected to complete new forms. Um, we'll be making those available as soon as possible. I think just anything that requires paperwork to be completed, rule books to be um, assessed, contracts to be assessed anything like that we know that that takes time for our clients so we, we do ask them to engage as, as early as possible when when we're ready which will be shortly and then the only other thing which obviously our banks are going to be doing but there will be we've sort of talked about this a lot on previous episodes with fragmentation. I mean, this is the clear case of fragmentation because we're splitting an MTF into two. Some of our UK banks who will need to move over to the UK MTF will just need to ensure that they can continue trading with their EU clients on our EU MTF after the first. So it's not just the UK split, there's obviously an EU split that our UK banking community need to think about as well. And we'll be engaging with the banks that we think are affected as soon as possible. We would urge all of our banking community to you know, really do an assessment quite quickly on whether they're affected by this.
0: Just a, a final question for this episode. This this sounds like a, a pretty big lift, both from the LSEG side and from the customer side.
1: Well, as I say, we, we will do everything we can to make this as seamless as possible for our clients. But yeah, there are a number of actions we need them to take. Yeah, you know, we're we've done this quite a lot now um, over the last few years. So I think in terms of uh, migrating customers, setting up the technical infrastructure and all that sort of stuff, yeah, I I hope lessons have been learned from former years and we'll do it in a pretty seamless way. But yes, I'd be lying if I said there's zero effort on the part of our customers with this.
0: Very good, Chris. All right, thanks again for your time. Much appreciated. Thanks, Mike. Our guest has been Chris Leonard Appleton, head of FX Risk and Regulation at the London Stock Exchange Group. I'm Mike Cahill, and thank you all for listening.